When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Cheerson Soussel here with Johnny Vettermole, Frank Sanders. Frank, this is the first time we're seeing you since you got that oh. tattoo live on our show yeah. on Tuesday, and it's popping. It is. Yeah, it's, it's coming out really well, man. Like uh, Everyone that sees it likes it. Um, they still can't believe it, like no effing way, and I was like, yay way, because that's, how, that's how we way. roll over here at PHNX, and you know, our Cardinal, you know, Cardinal podcast is what we do. We keep our work. Honestly, I I yeah. love the way that it turned out. It looks even better than when you first got it. I mean, it's really sharp. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm loving it myself. I stare at it all the time. Like, I can't believe you did this, dude. Did you get any, like, random texts from people that you hadn't heard from in a long time? Yeah, like- well, yeah I have. They just they can't believe I did it. I got some dudes, like, throw the, throw the Auburn logo on there and some other fun stuff. Like, it's it's a... Uh, it's it's taken its own little walk down the you know the walk of fame I guess in its own way. Um, so I told you guys we did the show Tuesday, but I had the Cardinal event on Wednesday, oh. and so it was a Cardinal golf event for Cardinal charities. It was primarily all the alumni. It wasn't any of the current players, but mostly all the alumni guys that's in the valley. They flew guys in, and Eric Hill, Larry Sinners was here, Jameer Miller. I could just keep naming names of guys that just was here. Get it, Bob Crum, who was played in the 1970s like Cardinals I just I met him I was amazed by him um but I took pictures and photos and guys like bro you did it Anthony Edwards came up to me he's one of the Cardinals he's he was a receiver when I was with the Cardinals and he came up like bro did you do it I was, and I showed him he was like oh my god he like he just Franco what did you do I'm like bro I kept my word I said I was gonna do it and we did it and we did it live and it was it was great so it's a cool deal I love to hear that. It's been a hell of a whirlwind from a media perspective. So Cheerson asked Cliff about it, and she and I spoke about that Wednesday during our podcast Mm -hmm. together. And then it's been picked up by a bunch of other outlets. TMZ had it. (laughs) So I think it was a roaring success, at least for us here at PHNX Cardinals. But Frank... Just your your final take on you know, all, all things tattoo gates. Tattoo gate. <laughs> it's great, you know. Um, I love it, and I, I think I, the, my last thoughts was I did not want it to be that I was hating on Cliff. I was actually impressed, and that was the idea. Oh, of, people were thinking that that was well. You know you how it is. You get a tattoo by getting him tattooed on well, your body. The idea was, you know, you, you had to pay a bet, so whatever that bet was, yes, yes, yes. You know, you paid it because you you lost a bet. Now it wasn't a bet; it was just I said, if he take those guys over there and win, I would be that much impressed. I'd be so impressed that I'd I'd get the tattoo that Tuesday. Yeah, and he did that, and that was the essence of the tattoo. And I'm still impressed, and I'm looking forward to seeing how far he can go and what we can do and how. He's continually growing this team. We're talking about coach of the year and all this other stuff and accolades that it's deserving because the coach two years ago was not the coach we have. And I'm I'm impressed with it. And I'm, the tattoos is honestly just that particular – it's for that purpose. It's I'm impressed with him as a former player, and I'm impressed with him, what he's doing with this team and how far he's grown as a coach. Well, if you missed it um... – that's why you need to be subscribed to our YouTube channel and our podcast, wherever yep. you get your podcasts, and also following us on social media. So uh, if you missed it, lesson learned, right? We can all learn from yes. some of our mistakes in life. <laughs> yes. So we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe and uh, and not miss out on our big shows from here on out. Uh, but let, it is Friday. Got a big game coming up on Monday. So let's get into our Friday's four downs, starting with 
The Cardinals can clinch a playoff spot with a win on Monday, which is really exciting stuff. They are uh, slight favorites in this game with a chance to sweep the Rams, which should also be fantastic. Uh, They are going to face Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller for the first time because they were not a part of the team yet, the first time these teams faced each other. And the Cardinals are going to look to avoid uh, going winless in their last three home games, which is something that they for sure have been talking about all week long is just being able to get a win in front of their home fans. But let's start out with the fact that they can clinch a spot in the playoffs. Um, Certainly, I feel like anytime we have this conversation, I need to say we realize that there are expectations that are far greater than just clinching a spot in the playoffs. But uh, it's been, you know, it's, it's been quite a drought of not even, you know, making it to the postseason. So, what do you guys think it would mean if they're able to do this on Monday? Yeah, it's been a hot minute since they were in the playoffs. 2015, uh, when the run to the NFC title game uh, came to a crashing halt from Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. It's now 2021. I think most of us felt like prior to the season that they'd be in a position to at least contend for the playoffs. But I imagine we'd have this conversation week 16, 17, 18 of this year. Not in, what is this now, week 13? 14, 14, 14 mm-hmm. now, Correct. where they could conceivably not only make the playoffs with a win, but and there's a big caveat on this because they'd still have to win another game by my math. They can essentially clinch the NFC West with a win Monday night against the LA Rams. I think that that is probably the bigger uh, point of emphasis to make. I mean, the Cardinals website is already putting out uh, publications and press releases about buying tickets. Like you can buy, you could buy tickets for playoff football this past Monday on their website, which I know was with the Bergain Travel Club over the weekend. And Tyler of the Bergain Travel Club is like, I got to get back to Phoenix early on Monday. I got to go and get my tickets. I got to get postseason wow. tickets right now. Wow. So there's that sense of urgency, which you love to see, first of all, because hell no, do we want to be hosting a playoff game here in the Valley? And we want to see any opposing colors in the stands outside of red and white for the Arizona Cardinals. So that is huge. But again, I, I think now, Cheerson, to your point, it's all about, yeah, but division. Yeah, but get us the number one seed. What are our Super Bowl odds? It's just It's mind-blowing considering where they were. Elon Musk with a super chat for us. My DraftKings cards futures bets from October equals cash money. Nice. Ooh, ooh. Excellent, Elon. Nice. <laughs> sharing that money. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he is sharing it. This would be... Uh... This would be a to get this win over the Rams again would be not just clinching the playoffs, but beating a nemesis, mm-hmm. someone who's dominated Sweet you over the last couple. Yeah, that, that that in itself would be pretty pretty a pretty sexy win for the Cardinals. Cliff dominating McVeigh again that would be exciting. Yeah, that, that's another monkey off the back because you don't want to go one and one. You'd rather go two and zero oh versus versus him while you're having a great season. McVeigh's title is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Best minds, he can get his guys to go. He's motivated, but in truth, Cliff has the talent, the time. He has the team right now to do it. This would be something for him personally, I think, not just you know considering what will happen with the team, but it would be something for him personally. This would be a great win um, just for him individually, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things uh, that you can point to. And like every, you know, we talked about it a lot throughout the season. There's each and every game has its own well, if they get a win, it shows this or it proves Mm -hmm. this or Cliff or the team would hit this milestone. So, you know, there's always going to be, not only is it an NFC West rivalry, but there's always going to be the Cliff-Sean McVay conversation and, you know, who's the better coach and who has the edge at what point, et cetera. And so I actually think this could be the beginning, especially if the Cardinals sweep the, the Rams. This season could be the beginning of kind of like just a big, big-time rivalry between McVay and Cliff uh, and the Cardinals and the Rams. And so, you know, that's certainly one. But, uh, you know, for a city that finally experienced, and I hate to continue to bring up the Suns conversation, but for a city that finally got to experience what, you know, the postseason is like and how we can all come together as a community and rally behind a team. I think that this city is ready for the Cardinals to get into that same conversation yeah. and to, to, to ignite the city just the way that the Suns did and, and, you know, show everybody that this is a, a Cardinals town and not just a Suns town. And, um, 
you know, playoff football is just, it's just fun. Crazy. And it's about time. It's about time that we got another taste of it. So, you know, but the biggest thing, and I really think this in terms of like, if you really want to dissect it, taking it one game at a time, is just getting that monkey off your back with the, you yeah. know, with just being able to get it done at home. You need it. I think that would that another bonus to this moment, right? This, when we look at our season and we go back and say, if this happens during this time, that'd be great. We talked about the when the break came, we can get our guys back healthy and all right. these little things, these little nuggets are lining up. It happened to be on a Tuesday. I was able to get this tattoo. It <laughs> happened to be on a Wednesday. I was going to a Cardinal event. It happened to be that we have a Monday night football, so you have a little more time in preparation. And just this would this this there there are so many other implications, <laughs> so many implications to this win and what it would mean to us as a team. But of course, the playoff and locking up something, uh, locking up that first round would be pretty awesome. But you can't. You really need. We need that. But to get a win at home and then. And then feel like you can do it at home and then get ready for the playoffs like that. Jerson, to your point, I think it, it's consistently relevant to bring up the Suns because they're in that similar position of the Suns being, as Jerson has to leave the room suddenly. She, I hope she's all right. She got all soaked up about this win. She's very emotional, as we all are for playoff football. But I, it's important. Yeah. That, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just doing our best here, guys. Um, no, I think it's relevant because the Suns went wire to wire in the NBA season last year in the regular season as the best team. But to, to Cheerson's point, it was the yeah, but conversation that was consistently taking place. They're going to blow it in the playoffs. Remember when they had to face the Lakers in the first round of the postseason? Everybody's like, oh, it's a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. They're going to get swept by LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's not going to matter that they were the one seed. Well, it turns out they took care of business and route to the NBA Finals. It just feels like with this Cardinal team, no matter where they're seated or what they accomplish during the regular season, they will have doubters and, and will look at this as a fluke season until until they prove it in the postseason. And at the end of the day, that's how it should be. And to tag with you, the, the sad part about it is that the media is watching, the national media is watching this team dominate other teams. Mm -hmm. like, And they have the talent. So if you go apples for apples with us in Green Bay, the only really extra little caveat they got is they got Aaron Rodgers with, Jesse just demands a bad man. Right. It doesn't seem like he's going to lose. Razor thin and, margin. I mean, just, I mean, that's about it. But when you look at our, our, our receivers on the outside, we got a, we got four or five badass receivers, and we got Zach Ertz. That is just yeah. amazing group of players, along with our running back, James Conner, who's leading the NFL, and a lot of just statistical category. Defensively, we match every other team head-to-head, -head, and they still don't give us this credit. This would be a new day in Arizona if we can clinch the first round playoff. We can clinch that, and then just continue the, the the momentum that we have going on as this team. It would it would be pretty special, man. And I think it's sad that the national media is not seeing that because the talent that is on the field on Sundays or Monday coming up this Monday is absolutely. I mean, it's it's the best, some of the best in the league. It is, and it, it you really can't. Statistically, we're not matching all the numbers because we haven't had all our guys. Well, and you mentioned the inclusion of Zach Gertz. He will debut against the Rams for the first time, mm -hmm. just as two other players. Lee, if we can bring up the graphic again on third down, the Cardinals are going to face Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller for the first time as well against the L.A. Rams, as opposed to when they went to Los Angeles earlier in the year and won. Uh, and at the end of the day, they're very talented players, mm -hmm. but I, I do think that where the Cardinals brought in Zach Ertz to be a piece of the offense, it really feels like McVay and company, they brought in Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. to be the offense and the defense. Like, they didn't have a pass rush. Oh, we better we better bring I'm in back. Von Miller. And Cheerson's back for third down. Uh, you okay? Does, does whiskey help yes, through the throat? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Did you bring two? Ask the man to your right. Oh, snap. I didn't bring you any. Oh man, right, I'm the sorry. Bottles over there, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. I had like a, a coughing fit there. I, right. I drank my water and I was like, I don't know. I need something more. Is, does whiskey help your throat? I think it does. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> so we're talking about your guy Odell Beckham yeah. and yeah. the potential impact he could have on Monday's game, and then the LA Rams trotting out Von Miller's corpse and how he's looked very lackluster since becoming a part of the LA Rams. And then on the flip side, Zach Ertz, who just seamlessly fits in with the Cardinals. He's a piece of the puzzle. He's not the puzzle. Well, I think 
I think Von Miller has yet to have his sort of I've arrived in LA moment. And uh, if you were to circle uh, um, uh, the right time and a, and a, um, a big opportunity to take advantage of to have your moment, I think that would be against Kyler Murray and the Arizona. Is this Carlos like when you called Cam Newton and his emotional oh, comeback? Crap. Don't do that. Come on, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, the oh. last time I said something like this, I totally like uh, turned it into uh, to real life. So we don't want any of that. But uh, I do think that that's probably what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's got this one circle. Like, if I could have a big time performance on Monday Night Football, you know, because everyone's kind of talking about it. Oh, you know. The Rams spent all this money and mm-hmm. and look what he's 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 you know he's not living up to whatever he costs and um, <clears throat> I think that he's probably sick of kind of hearing some of that stuff and is ready for his moment primetime game in in Arizona against yep. the the top team in the league right now. So I'm I, I, watching the film and that's what I've been doing the last couple of hours is trying to make sure and discover what is it that the Rams might see about from us that. You know, adding Von Miller that he could they, that they could bring to attack and bring about a different front that they didn't have the same front when we played him in Week Four. Well, let me tell you something. From Week Four, after playing us all the way to this week now, Week Thirteen, I haven't seen this great front. I haven't seen this Aaron Donald that has been this that's the, that's been the, the MVP defensive player of the year for the last couple of years. I haven't seen that guy, and it doesn't mean that he isn't doing the stuff he did before prior to the. You know, prior to getting Von Miller, he's been doing the same moves. He's been just as fast, but teams have figured it out, and they've double-teamed him and stopped trying to go one-on-one with him. They just figure, we'll go one-on-one with the other guys and double-team him and give that up. Von Miller, this is the, this is the problem I do see with them, though. They still cannot get pressure on the quarterback. The last couple of weeks they've had him, they haven't been able to get pressure on the quarterbacks. And with or without him, and teams are just still lining up and moving the ball down the field. They've gotten lucky a couple of times on some stuff. But in truth, they have not been able to do that. So, but I look at our offensive line. As long as as long as our offensive line keeps communicating the way they've been doing, and it's been absolutely fabulous. They had their best game of the year Sunday against the Bears, yep. and I know the Bears didn't have Kalumak, but they do have Robert Quinn. He has eleven sacks on the season. Kyler Murray, I think, took one sack in that game, and I think it was the sack in which he fumbled the ball and kind of gave himself up. Uh, Von Miller, zero sacks since arriving in L.A. In LA. The Rams gave up a second and a third round pick for the soon-to-be free agent. Just a horrendous decision, in my opinion, especially when the Cardinals, on the flip side, got Zach Ertz, I believe, like a week before for uh, as much as we love Tay Gowan, for Tay Gowan and a fifth round pick. Zach Ertz, who's become really just a, an elite red zone target, helped them win in Seattle with Colt McCoy. And then Odo Beckham, who's kind of come on lately, the last couple of weeks, but you know, I was I was doing some reading and some and some analytic deep dive and earlier today, Robert Woods, who's out for the year with a torn ACL, was by far their best blocking receiver and would do a terrific job blocking on the perimeter for Daryl Henderson, their running backs. They have had a huge decrease in running production since they lost Robert Woods uh, okay. and the, ins- and the mm-hmm. insertion of Odell Beckham. And that would play to your point. He's a very finesse Schmuck? player. Oh. <laughs> He's a finesse player. He <laughs> drops a lot of balls. He'll make an occasional highlight play. But at the end of the day, four quarters in, I just, I'm with you, Cheerson. He's not as good as Robert Woods right now. And you just question is he a championship winning football player? I, I think their initial thought process was let's bring him in and he'll help us, he'll put us over the top, right? He's like a hired mercenary. We'll bring him in with our guys, he'll acclimate. Now he's being de- dependent on the as the guy. I think that's a recipe for disaster. I like him. I just think that the problem is is you you have a you have a receiver that has a hundred catches already in Cooper Cup. Yeah. That's stupid. Like our top end right now is Christian Kirk, and he's at fifty. So you're you're letting everyone else know, and everyone else outside of Robert Wood is at forty five. They're half the numbers you've been throwing the ball to Cooper Cup. Let me tell you what I'm not gonna do. You're not gonna pay me twenty million dollars and throw him sixteen balls and give me five. That you want, you want somebody to show up in the locker room pissed and mad. Damn right, that'd DeAndre be DeAndre Hopkins, isn't that? Tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> you let Christian Kirk catch seventy five balls and he'd be at twenty five. You want to see D Hops turn to D Hops? Look, they, <laughs> I he it. should be lucky that he's, he's on not, a damn team. He at don't this have to point. be lucky. He has talent. Anybody would get him. You need him. The NFL needs an Odell Beckham. They need him. 
You that's the reason. Look, they're gonna be a one they, dumb playoff. They, they, they had a Deshaun. They had a Deshaun. They had this D Jack, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he looks just like him. He's just Odell's a lot younger. He doesn't have as many concussions, so that's a great thing. But in truth, you, you're looking at a guy that's that's talented. You just the system he hopped in was it's a Cooper Cup system, and I'm, I, I got no problem with it. There's I don't but disagree with you there. I, I have no problem with it, but just the idea is that you still have to find a way. To feature, you have to find a way to feature him. And if you don't do that, then you're going to have problems. And that's going to cause where he will look like the lackluster receiver. Robert Woods, guess what he does? He does everything. Odell Beckham says, you're not going to feed me? You're not going to get me to rock? Then what am I here for? So what you're, you're saying my is, time. is his my dad's going to come out and, and post another <laughs> thing on Instagram about it, Matthew Stafford legit. intentionally <laughs> overthrowing him or missing him or not throwing to him and... That's what we're it, destined it, for, it, another 2.0 post? That I don't think he's going to allow to happen because I think he wants to be able to put himself back in a position where he's the number one guy. I think he understands that Cooper's the guy and the system is I'm here to add to. And once I learn the system, then you still need to find that way. It's kind of ironic that he declined an invitation to join the Packers because <laughs> he didn't want to be number two Devontae Adams. You saw that where Devontae's like, hey, you're – your number two receiver, and in turn, he's indirectly gone to L.A., thought probably he'd be a number one or 1A to Cooper Cup, and he's not. Cooper Cup's the alpha of that receiving Whatever core. happened to just, like, having a role on the team and, like, just doing that role to the best of your ability? Why do why do they have to change everything that they're doing because OBJ is getting paid X amount and he's good for the league, and it, now we just throw everything out the window? Has, if it's if, great. If, if, let's, let's I like see. it a lot. If if. Anywhere in, in no draft would you say I'll take Cooper over Odell? Never ever. Well, I think no I draft. would, and that's why you would be sitting in this conversation <laughs> figuring out that's, and you would do that. I'm just saying, I feel nobody like his else. Perception it is would greater than happen. his play right now. I'd rather I mean, have an AJ Green on my team who doesn't say a goddamn thing, yeah. knows about his business, catches his targets, yep. doesn't complain, yep. is beloved by his teammates, <laughs> makes big plays, could make a big play on Monday Night Football. The Cardinals have right now the perfect combination. They have a star receiver who loves his teammates, right? They have a star tight end. Who, it doesn't matter. Hey, it doesn't matter. Christian Kirk told us the other day when we, when we met with him a couple weeks ago, everybody's just out for one thing. They just they just want to win. When was the last time you heard Odell Beckham say that? Oh, I just want to win. I want to win a Super Bowl. I want to be known as a, as a winning player. Cardinals have four or five different targets on offense that could go off in any given week. It doesn't matter. Elon Musk says that he would take Cooper over OBJ. I know. I sure. think most people would, Frank. Now, well, most people would take. Let me just say this: if you switch, if you put old, if you put Odell in the same spot, they give Cooper, he'd murder the league. You wouldn't even know Cooper, <laughs> he would Cooper's murder name. The league. He'd murder the league. Like, oh no, it's it's, it's a look. He had a great post game interview the, the other the day. Dude that is went good. Viral. Co- Cooper is pretty amazing. I'm not saying he's not. Well, he runs he, he runs great routes. He has great hands. He's dependable. The system they has him in that Mavay has him in is perfect. It matches exactly what Matthew Stafford needs. He needs somebody to so get the ball out of his hand. So it's pretty good. I'm not denying any of that. But talent wise, there is no comparison. Absolutely no comparison. I agree with that. Attitude wise, you need to find those scenarios and you put them in situ- situations where these things can you can see an, an a dude with an attitude. You can see a dude that's overconfident. But I just hope he doesn't be overconfident this week and that Sean McVay has no idea on what to do with him and he continually figures out what, that he you know doesn't what? know what to do with him. That'd be great. That'd be Whatever happened to Antonio Brown? He's the same. Both of these guys are both of these guys are social media divas. They need they need the attention. Where both is of he? Them. Because well, that dude oh, has a lot he's of... In Tampa. Okay, he's, he's in, in Tampa now. He faked the vaccine. He's still he in Tampa? He faked the vaccine. He's got a missed Oh, shoot, weeks. I forgot about that. He's still in Tampa. I forgot. Okay, 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 okay. I will say peak, peak... Peak Antonio Brown there was, was way better than Odell, peak Odell back. What? Well, my comparison was, and you're right. I totally forgot that he landed with Which, the with the Bucks yeah. and obviously won a Super Bowl last year because he was a late pickup, right? Just like a random yeah, he, late pickup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Tom brought him. Tom okay, brought him. okay, okay. Well, he it's another like guy. It's another guy though. He he ended up landing in a spot like Tampa Bay, but nobody wanted to touch him because he got in his own way. And I kind of feel like Odell has that 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 sort. The same characteristics. Now, he's not in the same spot. He hasn't totally, um, you know, made that much mess of, of of his career. But See, and that's why I think Beckham kind of, I mean, he made, a, I think, a really poor decision. Had he gone to Green Bay, 
he would have made it work with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And I think, you know, in a weird way, I think that would have put the, the Packers over the top. And I think he's, to your point, he's just kind of wasting away in L.A. He's a non-factor for a team that doesn't have an identity. Once upon a time, with Todd Gurley and company, they ran the football. Defense with Wade Phillips and, mm-hmm. and Brandon Staley last year. Love Wade Phillips. They don't, they don't play good defense anymore. They don't want the ball. Matthew Stafford throws it way too much. He threw it 50 times against the Cardinals in their loss uh, earlier this season at L.A. I just I, I think it's he's a nice player, but he's a, he's a non-factor right now. Had he gone to Green Bay and embraced <laughs> their culture, I think he could have been a difference maker. Odell couldn't go. Only reason why he wouldn't go is because it doesn't have the glitz. Well, then that's, fame. Then the, no, that's what if you go to Green you, Bay. Do you love football? If you I mean, love football, if you're a purist for football, you yes. appreciate the Green Bay Packers it, and their history it, and the winning culture that they it, have. It makes no difference if I'm if I got a good quarterback and another good quarterback, and I'm got a good offense and another good offense, I'm gonna be number two anywhere I go. I for sure ain't going to zero degrees and I can go to LA. <laughs> You gonna go to you gonna go to Green Bay where it's nothing. He's been there. hanging in Cleveland. You gonna nice go to and there was nothing there. Yeah, he comes from New York. Cleveland's <laughs> better than Green Bay in terms of a social life. I'm You're sure. absolutely right. You're absolutely That's right. True. But there is no way I'm gonna if I got apples and apples. You can't suck it up for six months and no, go try to win that. a Super Bowl to, and then if, go if to free feel, agency. If you feel LA is a is a great spot with a great team, this is supposed to be a good team. This is do not you want to win a Super Bowl or do you want to hang out in LA? This is a Super Bowl opportunity. This is supposed to, do, to be. This is supposed to be. Well, he's buddies with LeBron. Let's go back here though. Let's. I mean, he's buddies with LeBron, but we're, we're way in this conversation. Let's dive in. You. This is supposed. LA, the Rams are not supposed to be eight and four with That's Matthew Stafford. Stafford. They're not supposed to be eight Frank's and four. Stafford touchdowns. They're not supposed to be eight and four. They're supposed to be the ten and two team. That's right. This is not supposed to be an 8-4 team. He's not supposed to have nine interceptions right now. He's not. This is supposed to be the team that's dominated the NFC, and they're supposed to be the Super Bowl is supposed to go through them at their house. This is not that same team. So Odell, is he's, he's in a situation where he picked, he picked L.A. going into a beautiful scenario. LeBron's my homie. I'm always have great seats. I can always see beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Chirstons out there. I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to come. Listen, I am one of a kind, I mean, Frank. That, and that's there's only said, one. But there's only one, but there's like a thousand beautiful Cheersons out there compared to sitting in Green Bay and some, and everyone has on these Michelin outfits, Michelin man outfits and fucking oh, two no. degrees, two degrees of snow oh, and no. it's 10 feet of snow. And I'm not hating on y'all in Green Bay. Cause you get, I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, I'm taking the sun. Those the women in Green Bay are the salt of the earth. And... <laughs> We love them all the same here at PHNX. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's move on to the fourth thing. Now's a, now's a really good time to actually yes. tell you guys about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, our official sports betting partner uh, of the NFL and the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Right now, if you sign up for the app, use the code PHNX, bet $1 on any team to score in a football game. Uh, and if they do, you're going to get $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. Again, using that promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook on uh, the app. Um, And again, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. As always, though, it's 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And... um, while we're talking about that, um, I need to tell you about my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week. Okay. Because <clears throat> going a little bit out of order here with it. Uh, the Cardinals are two and a half point favorites in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just slight favorites. And I'm going to go ahead and pick them to win it. I think that uh, at this point, I'm not going to bet against them. Uh, best team in the league. And uh, I think they're going to... Put this one away and uh, secure their spot in the playoffs. And so I, I've got confidence in the Cardinals. I know they're gonna, the LA is gonna put up a big fight, and I know it's not gonna be easy, but um, that's gonna be my pick of the week. Picking the Cardinals to win uh, for my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week. I'm taking the Cardinals. I like your pick. I'm taking the Cardinals also. I like 31-28. I like the kickers. I think the kickers are gonna have to battle this thing out. But I like 31-28. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the points too as well. You know, I saw a couple of predictions today that had the Rams scoring over 30 points, but both instances the Cardinals would win. Vance Joseph's defense is not giving up over 30 points. They haven't done that all year. 
They have the number five uh, pass defense. They have the number one scoring defense in the NFC. They've given up the fewest yards in the NFC. They've only allowed 15 touchdowns all year. So I, I like the Cardinals to win too. I, I like the Cardinals to win, frankly, definitively. I think, and we didn't really touch on this, but just the the amount of, I think, responsibility they feel like they need to have a great performance at home mm-hmm. for the fans. And the fact that we haven't seen that yet this year outside of maybe the Houston game, I think that they put this division on ice money. I think they win. The, the, the Rams' defense is not good. I think they. I think this could be the first game. I'll go on record. This is the first forty-point game in the Cliff Kingsbury era. I think really. They win, I think they win forty to, you know, twenty-six, forty to twenty-four. Oh, something. I think like it's going to be a close one. No, I. I just. I have a feeling Cardinals are as healthy as they've been since before JJ Watt went down. They're going to have their full cast of characters, assuming Chase Edmond played. The offensive line is intact. I. I don't know outside of Kyler Murray playing a a poor performance and i watched him in person sunday he looked fantastic outside him making errant throws and errant mistakes i do not think the rams can stop the cardinal offense right now they just you have to have three to four capable corners you have to have athletic linebackers and the weakness of the rams Mm -hmm. is they are old and slow in their back seven their linebackers aren't great got a hell of a defensive tackle in, in aaron donald but the cardinals brought in rodney hudson and they have Justin Pugh back, and Max Garcia has been playing well. They can neutralize him. You can score points on the Rams. I agree. I think I might need to read this again since I did it out of, out of order, just to be safe. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app, king of the game for me. Or <laughs> cut it all, <laughs> cut it all out, cut it all out. Whatever, whatever the heck is in this cup is uh, for really night. throwing We're me out. For this. Holy cow! <laughs> it's okay. Um, for for uh, to make that. sure that uh, we get in everything we need to about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, my pick of the week, again, picking the Cardinals, uh, <clears throat> and it is 21 and over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Arizona only. Gambling problem called 100 next step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And I promise it will be the one and only time that I ever – uh, mess up a read like that. So let's continue on, guys. <laughs> I love it. You've done phenomenal. Man, can you make that a little big? I can't. Uh, I we can't. Yeah, I, I, I had to pull it up. Can you make the uh, comments a little bigger? You oh, can also you. look on here, too. No, nah, that oh. won't help. I'll be. We all have old eyes on this. I need blue blockers over here, but I'm like. Oh. Ryan says, I wish I was that optimistic. I just, at the end of the day, they're due for a really good performance on national TV in front of their home fans. And I just. The Cardinals have the better quarterback going into this game, and this year, say what you want, they've got the better head coach. So uh, I, I, I don't think the Rams are equipped. They're too top heavy. We mentioned the limited athleticism of a lot of their players, the Von Mills of the world. Uh, I, I think this is a blowout. I really do. Jacob saying, uh, hypothetical question: What if the Cardinals lose out, which is unlikely? Can the Cardinals still make the playoffs? Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, they're. Uh, percentage to make the playoffs is 99.99999. Like, theoretically, uh, the, the, there will be breaks along the way should they lose the next five, which they will not. But should they uh, tiebreakers and teams, you know, it, it's not going to it's not going to make a difference. But we certainly don't want them to lose out. All right. Well, um, I love it. What would it mean specifically taking a look at this rivalry between the two teams um and but you know a team in the rams that was the preseason favorite to win the division yeah um and then the cliff and and mcveigh conversation once again i mean what would it mean to to sweep the la rams i think it would be the most significant development uh i don't know like certainly the last 10 years with this organization you got to remember when when Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles took over this this franchise as head coach and defensive coordinator, it was a slow build, right? Ten and six that first year, viable. Next year, eleven and five, wild card team. So then coming into that next season, when Palmer and company got to the NFC title game and won the NFC West, a lot of people thought this is a team that could contend, right? They're bringing back all their pieces. No one on God's green earth, outside of optimistic folks in the valley, and I, unfortunately, I'm not one of them thought that this team would win the NFC West. Now they had the inclusion of the third wild card last year. I, I thought they would be contending for that, but no way did I think just with what we had seen with this regime that they could do it. For them to be able to win this division effectively in week 14, 
I think it's it's one of the greatest performances in Arizona sports history, certainly in Arizona Cardinal football history, putting the postseason, whatever happens aside, even if they were to go one and done, uh, it is it will be by far the biggest upset in the NFL. We talked about this the other day, Cheerson. You look across the division winners and the playoff teams around the NFL. Most everything is going by by script, preseason script. The, the favorites are there. The contenders are there. Then there's one outlier team that conceivably, I know they weren't worse last year, but people picked them to be the worst team going worst to first. I, I, I can't say enough good things, and the Cardinals deserve all the praise and acolytes that go with it. I think nobody saw the Cardinals being in this position, and I, I would go out and say that nobody saw the Rams being in this position, being as mediocre of a team as they are. I thought for sure that they were going to be the best that we've seen them this year, and that what they've done has been shocking to me. So it's twofold. I mean, it makes it even better for the Cardinals because – they're that much better, and the Rams are trending in the opposite direction. They've become their own worst enemy because they, they said, we're going to bring in Matthew Stafford, we're going to upgrade on Jared Goff, and we're just going to throw the ball every which way, and we've gotten away, like we mentioned, from being a run team. And you could you could say it, they've become a little soft. They're a finesse team. They're, they look a lot like what the Cardinals were last year when they couldn't put teams away, they fell apart down the stretch, they threw the ball too much, they didn't have consistency on either side of the ball, uh, I, it's it's great because they make the trade for Von Miller. All the moves that this is an all-in season. They've mentioned that their GM Lesnita said that. You think about how much of a disappointment it will be for that organization to bring in Stafford and all the players that they did for them to be a wild card team to potentially have to go and play a Dallas or a Tampa first round disaster. Well, all they did, all they did by making all the moves and bringing in all the guys they did and spending all the money and getting rid of all their draft kit picks was overload themselves with pressure. Mm -hmm. Now you've got an enormous amount of pressure on your shoulders to go out and win. They stole the light and they put the cameras on them, but they just had, they have not risen to the occasion. The, the guy that's on the, the bubble right now, conversation wise is McVay. Like you have to, you have to be the one that's controlling, complimenting and bringing together the confidence of this team to go out and be able to complete and win football games. And they're just not able to do that. I don't care if you took, if you switched any, any personal person on that team, the, the conversation goes back to McVay. We've given you everything you asked for because you've been to the, you've been to the Super Bowl, So you knew yeah. what it, you know, you know what it takes <clears throat> and all you've asked for is this, 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 and we've done that. And we've, we threw everything at you. And if you can't make it work, then, that's either telling the telling LA and the, the leadership there that you're not the coach for this for this job, or we made a bad decision in make giving you giving you this much power. And uh, and he's not the general manager, right? Normally, decisions like that are made by a general manager. Who, like you know, we saw what what Brian over in Houston when he just started having a dumpster fire. Getting oh, rid Bill O'Brien, yeah, Bill O'Brien. He started getting rid of the real his real good players. He thought he what needs to be doing? fired. What are you doing? So yeah. same thing goes away. I just. It looks it looks bad for McVay. N none of the other players, the players won't get. They won't take the hit, but McVay will definitely take the hit, and it'd be bad for him. They just they have they've made themselves too top heavy, and I think we certainly from a national perspective um, undervalued the the notion that this is their third defensive coordinator in three years, and it's showing. They've gone from Wade Phillips to Brandon Staley, who's in with the Chargers now and doing a nice job. I couldn't even tell you who their DC is this year. And they're they're not as aggressive, and you've got Aaron Donald now, who's who's over thirty, starting to show his age a little bit. And the fact that with the Cardinals, a lot of this has happened organically, organically with draft picks, right? Where the, the league is telling you this is how you build for longevity. Kyler Murray and Byron Murphy and Jalen Thompson, right? All these young players, Isaiah Simmons, that are blossoming into their roles that conceivably, hopefully, will be with the Cardinals for the next decade. The Rams tried to cut corners and say, we're just going to trade for everybody. We're going to scrap this, and we're just going to go super top-heavy. And they're being exposed right now because what we're seeing, specifically with Stafford, and I we're going into a conversation with Stafford versus Kyler Murray. This is who Matthew Stafford is, right? He's over 30 years old. Everybody's like, he needs a kingmaker like McVay. He's, 50, he's 33 years old, and it, by and large, he's been an underperformer for his career. And... We shouldn't be surprised when he throws interceptions to the other team, when he's erratic, where he's skipping balls. That game against Arizona earlier this year, we was grossly inaccurate. The Cardinals are trending up 
because they've made the right decisions personnel-wise. The Rams, I think, tried to get they they tried to get selfish and and cut corners, and that's conceivably not how the league has has won in the past. Uh, Matthew Stafford also said this week that he, there were a lot of missed opportunities. I mean, he really had one of his worst, if not his worst, performance of the entire season against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's another guy that's looking at this and kind of circling out of his calendar to where he's like, all right, here's my chance. Again, primetime, Monday yeah. Night Football. Um, you know, I'll show you guys. And, um, you know, I'll be interested to see if, um, you know, how much, if there's, if we can notice a difference because he also has improved his game. I mean, the last few weeks, I think he's been, uh, as of late, he's been playing a lot better than, than he had. And so, um, I'll, I'll be interested to see if we, if we get the same Matthew Stafford or if if he's, uh, picked things up notch. Another super chat from Elon. Kyler went from being quote, too short to best passer percentage. Yep, yeah. he's got the best passer rating in the NFL. I think he's fourth or fifth in QBR, mm-hmm. completion percentage, setting records. Um, if he if he does not turn the ball over Monday, I think I, I don't see how the Cardinals lose this game. If if he limits his mistakes, plays turnover free football like he did. We remember when we previewed that Rams game, it was all about minimizing mistakes because Kyler kind of went through a little bit of a stretch earlier this year where he's throwing some errant interceptions. He played flawless in that game. Stafford did not play well. I think same thing could go for Monday night. I think turnovers, again, might be just kind of the key to it because we we talked earlier in the week that one of the big glaring differences between what they do on the road versus what they do at home. I yeah. think it was like 19 turnovers on the road and like four at home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray and the, and their offense play mistake-free football. I mean, I know these are kind of, you know, basic things, but – um, you know, on, that's on one side and on the other side of the defense. I mean, if there's a stat for you to look at and say, we got to figure out some way, and I'm sure that that's their goal every week, but this is, we're doing this great when we're on the road, not so much when we're at home. This better be a focus. It will be, this is the game to watch by Murphy Jr. Hmm. He's the guy to watch because he's the guy that's going to be one-on-one primarily with Cooper Cup. He, they, they did that last the last time they played him. I went back and watched the film. They did they did a very good job of doubling him or double teaming him and throwing different looks to the strength the strength of the strong side that he was on to offset Matthew Stafford. This is what you also notice about Matthew Stafford. He never really resets his foot his footing once he once he angles inside and puts his shoulders in a, in a specific direction. If he says hiking, he looks to the field and he starts he, he turns his shoulders to the right. He's throwing to the right. It's hard for him to reset his foot and then come back and go back to the backside. You'll see him scramble outside of that and then make the throw backside or something. You know, it it looks like a little scramble drill, and they they end up getting these big throws downfield because it's a scramble drill. But to me, Byron Murphy Jr. is the guy to watch. He's the guy that will let us know how well he, what our defense is doing, because they will be double-teaming Cooper Cup and making sure that they take away the strength of his, what, what, what is the strength of that offense. Marco Wilson, second time in like six weeks he's had to go up against Odell Beckham, once with the Cleveland Browns and now with the LA Rams. Kind of funny. Good point. Good point. You know what? Check the box, JV. <laughs> hey, all right. JV got the stats. Hey, Look at that. We do our homework here. <laughs> you know what the best thing about these DraftKings reads is you get multiple chances to do them throughout the show. So <laughs> I'm going to take another crack at it. Go ahead. Um <laughs> Careful, we had their director of operations on PHNX Bets earlier. He was great. <laughs> I'm letting him down. I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right, well, if you download DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code PHNX, bet $1 on any team to score a point in a football game. If they do, you're going to get $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And that is why it is our official sports betting partner of the PHNX Cardinals podcast. All right. Whew. Got through that one. (laughs) All right. Well, not that first take is really something that we all try to model our opinions based on what they say or anything 
close to that, but um, they did have something to say that was interesting that I think we should all take a listen to and decide how to respond. Do we? I want Matthew Stafford. I'm never going to turn my back on Matthew Stafford because I'm a team guy. I'm not a guy that's a solo guy like Stephen A that wants to just it all be about Stephen A. Smith. Never, Matthew never Stafford that. is my brother. Never. He is my teammate. Right. And I would oh, well, rather be oh, wrong. Tell me, tell me. I would what, rather what, be wrong what team than to turn on? my back on Matthew <laughs> Stafford. <laughs> Hold on. What team were y'all on? <laughs> What team were you? What team did y'all play together? Could you remind our audience? Because yeah, Matthew on on, he's on the Los yeah. Angeles Lake, on the Los yeah. Angeles Rams yeah. now. He, under, what he ain't team, on the Lakers. He ain't on the team, Lakers. What I said, Rams. What yeah. team were y'all teammates on? We we were on the eleven and five, two thousand fourteen Detroit Lions that your boy Jerry Jones screwed over in a playoff game. Mm. That's screwed who over we were on. Game. Screwed yeah. over a game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. All right. And I, you know, you know why I want to take Matthew Stafford again because I'm a rider. You're a solo guy. I'm a team guy. I'll never turn my back. I'd rather be wrong. Right. But I want the guy that's 13th, 13th. I'll say it again, 13th all time in yards. Kyler Murray ain't that. I want the guy who's 12th all time in touchdowns. Matthew Stafford. I want the dude that's fourth right now in fourth quarter comebacks. Eighth all time, all time in the history of the NFL. Kyler Murray's awesome. He's going to be a superstar for a long time. And he's having a nice season. Matthew Stafford's having a better season. He's having a better season. Matthew Stafford, you just said, is second in the league behind the guy that you want to see second Super Bowl with your list that stinks when it comes to That's touchdowns. Stink. Stink. Just being emotional. Just Give me being Matthew emotional. Stafford. For once, I'm actually uh, <laughs> siding fully with Stephen A. Here, one thing I do know: anytime we ask coaches questions when they're like, "Oh, the first coach to reach, you know, X amount of wins, or do this, or you know, even players," it's like, "Yeah, that just means I've uh, just been in the league a long time, or I've just been coaching a long time." Matthew Stafford and has had a much longer career than Kyler Murray has had. So, of course, you throw out stats like that for a guy who's played many, many, many seasons longer. And, they're, of course, those things are going to match up. But how about what Matthew Stafford's done this season versus what Kyler Murray's done this season? Matthew Stafford was the first pick in the 2009 NFL draft. It's 2021. Of course, he's accumulated all those hollow numbers. Uh, I... I Dan Olofsky, uh, with all due respect, he was he was teammates with Matthew Stafford for a long time in Detroit on a lot of bad teams. He famously ran out of the end zone uh, to take a safety. It's hilarious if you haven't seen Dan Olofsky do that. Yeah, so I think Jacob in the chat is bringing that up, wanting us to, to show the clip when he ran should, out. Totally calling him out on it. He's fine. I mean, he's paid to, to, to give, you know, hot takes and strong opinions, and he's riding with his guy, and you have to have respect for that. And listen, it's not like Stafford's been just this unmitigated disaster this year. He's been fine. He hasn't been a disaster. No, but they made the trade, and a lot of people thought, and even before the season, he had higher MVP uh, stats or higher higher MVP odds than Kyler Murray. And there was a point in which he was the favorite up until they played head-to-head, and Kyler outplayed him. And I still think if Kyler hadn't gotten hurt, he'd be the MVP frontrunner right now. Stafford's way at, at the bottom of the barrel. To me, when you spend the draft capital that you did to bring Matthew Stafford to L.A., to Frank's point, you need to be hosting playoff games. You need to be contending with the top teams in the NFC. And they're just another team right now. They're the fifth or sixth team, best team in the NFC. They got beat badly by San Francisco. The San Francisco 49ers could conceivably jump them. I think I think they're just kind of putting makeup on Stafford and his tenure just to say, like, oh, he, he's he's very much the 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 benefit of a lot of the rule changes in the NFL, where he can kind of sit back and throw hollowed numbers up. You know who's going to have great numbers when his career is over? Kirk Cousins. That's probably a, a very similar peer to Matthew Stafford. It's sad, man, that you like Dan has to get on there and brag about a guy who has never hasn't done anything. I mean, he hasn't done anything. Like, I mean, like when you say what you've done, you've made a lot of money. You've uh, thrown a lot of balls to uh, Megatron. Yeah. He's an HOF. Mm-hmm. That's great. That That's a stat you want. Okay, you did good. But outside of that, like, I mean, just individually and what you've done, accomplished in the NFL, like st- statistically against the any, any other quarterbacks that you would have put, put his numbers up against, hey, you got numbers. Nobody cares. Hey, you throw the ball 45 times a game. Shit, you give me seven shots with a wedge in my hand, I might make one of them. Who cares? <laughs> that, that to me says – 
you're getting a lot of opportunities. They did the same thing with Eli. He he came into the system with a quarterback sits in the shotgun. The running game is not a, not necessarily a, a major part of it. He's been he's like Ben Roethlisberger when he first got in. They ran the ball. They put him in the shotgun. He threw the ball. He's throwing the ball 45, 50 times a game. They did the same thing with Eli Manning. Sits in the shotgun, throws the ball 45, 50 times a game. At the ten, at the fifteen, at the fifteen, excuse me, sixteen games, you're gonna have stats. You either go, you're either gonna have shitty stats, or you're gonna have great stats, and they're gonna, and it's gonna bow either way. So to me, ride with him. And then Stephen A. asked him at the end of the at the end of the statement. He says, "Who did you pick to win the Super Bowl? Out of the NFC, who did you pick to be the guy that's going you're gonna ride with to go to the Super Bowl?" He said, "Tom Brady." And then Stephen A. bust out into a laugh. So you're not going to ride with your boy Matthew Stafford to take the Rams to the Super Bowl, but you say you're riding with your boy. Like you're riding with your boy. You're a ride or die, but you couldn't take your boy to the Super Bowl. You said you'd take Tom Brady. So to me, Dan, thank you, but right. That's your boy. Thank you, but no thank Realize you. that your boy, is, your boy he's, he's a dude. He is who we thought he was. And that's exactly who you guys got. You got... Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford. Actually, you got a bad one, though, because his arm is dying. I bad said, back, a, older player. Older. He's throwing the ball more, and he had to learn a new system, so I'm pretty sure. Remember we talked about the throwing numbers that a first-string a first quarterback get and a second-string quarterback yeah. getting reps? Yeah. He's getting more reps, trying to learn that system, and it's showing. He's throwing duds in, he's throwing duds in the game. He's overthrowing guys. Sometimes the ball is not getting to the guys just on middle routes. You're talking 12 to 15-yard passes. Some of his balls are fluttering and hitting the ground, not even getting to his receiver. So, to me, I thank you for getting him so we can keep whipping his, doing his, doing his, doing his, doing his team. Jared Goff was pretty good against the Cardinals for five years, and now they bring in Matthew Stafford, and he's 0-1 with McVay. I don't think there's nothing to that. I think that they, they had an offense that highlighted Goff's strengths, his accuracy, and they knew what he was, and they knew what he wasn't, and they brought... Uh, Matthew Stafford here, and they said, be the savior, get us over the top. He's not that player. He's not that player. Can I add something about a little ego in this moment? This is the Mavay ego. Because when he had a running game, they were a very efficient and effective and dominating offense. And the running game was that which, that is what opened up the opened up the passing game. Yep. And you didn't need any special receivers. You had the receivers that could make it happen, and you went through your running game. And now it's all about your throwing and that ego part is like you want to have the most to stats. You got to get a quarterback to to blow up your stats. You need somebody that can throw the ball a thousand times. He sits in the five receiver package, eighty five percent of the times in the football game. They don't run the RPO because you have nobody that can run the RPO. You just have a quarterback in the shotgun running draw plays. You don't have a Kyler Murray, and that's the problem. Why I always take Kyler because he's better. He adds that dimension of his legs makes the magic happens and. You can't do that. So what you're saying that McVeigh is like, I'm so creative Mm -hmm. that I can just draw up all these plays and and it's backfiring on him. I I 100% because then you have to have a balance. If you have a young quarterback, that's excuse me, the RPO offense base is you stand a shotgun 90% of the time and you can still run your, you can still have an effective running game. Right. And that's what we see out of Kyler, James Conner. And even when we had a little bit of, your home, uh, King and Drake from last year, it balanced out a little bit. You didn't have to get under the sh- you didn't have to get under the center. Well, now we see that's not the offense they have. He's literally in the shotgun throwing the ball forty to fifty times a game. That's a different type of that's a different type of football. That is pin your ear for a defense that's pin your ears back. We're going to try. We'll stop the run on the way to the pass, but all we got to do is get to the quarterback. And that's night and day difference. And Sean McVay's offense is just, it's not the same as it was. It's not as effective as it was. And and you need a quarterback that can throw it. He got one, but I just don't see it in Matthew. It's super ironic that once upon a time, Gurley and company would come to Arizona and he'd be the run one with like 14, 15 touchdowns. Yep. And now it's James Conner. And you can run on this Rams front. Donald's a force in both the run and the pass, but we saw the San Francisco 49ers do it a few weeks ago. And the Cardinals did it effectively uh, in their earlier season win against L.A. I, I think the Cardinals are going to make it a priority to utilize Kyler Murray's legs and James Conner on the ground. I would not be surprised if they ran for over 150 collectively. I think that's going to be a it's going to be a statement win when you come out and you force somebody against their will and you you really you take their soul away by controlling the clock and you play it. You play a style of football that they used to play. And I'm not saying that the Cardinals passing game won't open up because of it, but 
I just feel like this is an exclamation point where you can say, we have a quarterback that we believe in more. Your quarterback is flawed, clearly, and he's put you in positions this year to lose games. He will turn... This is the difference with with he and Goff. Goff would never make that critical mistake, at least against the Cardinals. You know Stafford's good for an interception, a fumble. You know, you've got Marcus Golden and Chandler Jones. Their left tackle, by the way, Andre Whitworth, is 40 years old. That's an offensive line that's that's really a house of cards right now, and when it erupts, it's going to be bad for Stafford because they don't have the capital... And they don't have the draft picks and the compensation to rebuild it. So this is the best it's going to be, which is a scary proposition for a quarterback who's already kind of wearing down a little bit. Sorry for LA. Jeez. <laughs> I'm happy for Frank him. Frank and I are confident. I'm very confident. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very confident. I'm happy for him. Look, San Fran ran the ball down their throat and told him to suck it. And they couldn't do nothing about it. That's the kind of mindset that if the Cardinals have that mindset. We'll, we'll, we will do the exact same thing that the San Francisco 49ers did because we got we have just as much talent as they have, without a doubt. But our quarterback play is just pretty freaking amazing. Well, I got to say this. I know we've, we've talked about it, but I'm, I'm so glad that Kyler was able to get in in that game in Chicago. They had a couple of design run plays for him, which was nice to see as well. So he got kind of – he got reacclimated. The ankle seems to be doing great. Um, you know, he ran the ball a couple to carry the ball a couple of times, um, you know, got his arm, you know, got knocked the rust off mm-hmm. with his arm and everything. And so I'm so glad that we're not heading into this game saying, man, I don't know. I don't know how, it, you know, if Kyler and DeAndre are, are going to come back and they haven't missed a step or if they still have some rust to knock off. Um, I mean, I think those types of conversations are just so in the past and I, we're in the Cardinals are in such a great spot right now. So quickly, just got a notification on my phone. Brian Allen, who's the starting center for the LA Rams, went down last week against the Jaguars um, and and had to be substituted for. He did not practice today. So it's conceivable that they're going to be down their starting center on Monday night. Jeez. Well. Yes. Good news for the Cardinals. We don't for injuries. Good news for the Cardinals. <laughs> I think that uh, if you want to make a bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, do it for the Cardinals. All right, guys, uh, we are going to be out at uh, Westgate on Monday from 3 to 6 p.m. We've got our big block party. We still have tickets available on birdgangtravel.com. We've teamed up with them and the Lola once again to uh, bring you an awesome event, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink, DJ giveaways, and uh, I'm so excited. I've been waiting. We all have been waiting for this uh this moment to to as soon as as soon as the Thursday night football uh, tailgate party happened, I was like, "When are we doing this again?" Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting ever since. I have too. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys, man. Come on out, check the tattoo out. There you go. Your uh, pictures with the tattoo. I mean, this is gonna <laughs> be fly. Like the atmosphere in that little cove and at Westgate by Lola's is pretty fly. Feels like Vegas. Wear some fun stuff, some funky stuff. Get ready. It's Monday Night Football. There's no better time to watch football than Monday Night Football. And you guys know that they bring all the cameras. They bring the best of the people. Lola's bringing us. The PHNX crew's showing up. You guys know what it's like. We know how to get down. JV knows how to throw one back or two. I know how to shake. I know how to do <laughs> the Dougie and shake a leg or two. You know, no worm. I probably won't do the worm. No worm. I no used worm. to be so good Centipede, at the worm. Did you? Yeah. I was so good at it. I, mean, I used to, when I was like really young, used to go like roller skating and like would do the worm on the roller skates. What? Yeah, I was good. Really? And I could do this, like the, this is, I'm talking like young, young. I would do like the, the could, splits you, underneath really? the limbo. Really? Should we do a remote show at a roller <laughs> rink? That sounds like. I don't even know. I would be afraid to get on skates at this point in my life. But yeah, when That'll I was like skates. a tiny kid, I was fearless and nice. would just do all, I would do shoot the duck. You guys know what that is? And uh, yeah, no, no nobody. No. But you can tell us. I'm ready. It's basically where. Do you guys know what a pistol squat is? Cheerson, no. these terms. Do you work out or do you not work we out? We do, but I'm no, a pistol squat is like a one legged squat where you where you have your leg out and then you squat with one leg. Oh, okay. So it's a pistol squat. It's on a skate. Ooh. Oh, I've seen that done before. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd You're probably... teasing this for the audience, like you might break it out on Monday. So come for uh, that alone. That's not happening on on Monday, but uh, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. 
come celebrate a division title and some pistol squats on Monday night <laughs> at the Lola from 3 to 6 p.m. Tickets are only $55. Uh, again, birdgangtravel.com. Like, it's such a good deal. And we, we sincerely hope to see you out there. I know, um, you know, we talk about it because... Uh, we're obviously, um, you know, we, we want you to come out. We, we want as many people out there, but we like genuinely want to get to talk to each one of you, meet yeah. you. Um, that's what makes our job so fun. So PHNX isn't PHNX without all of you. Correct. Well said, Johnny. All right. Well, once again, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on social media at PHNX underscore sports. We please ask that you do so. We would so much appreciate it. And I guess, guys, uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Look forward see to you it. Monday.